0: hello welcome or welcome back to the podcast let's talk about it with me pequila hockey so on this episode i'm super nervous but i'm super excited i do have a guest with me like oh my gosh you guys the tea when i tell you <laughs> this girl was so hard to find she was so hard to book she was so busy i was out here running around all over her apartment I'm like hello where are you okay I'm just kidding I wasn't running running around the apartment but on that note let me introduce you guys to my roommate Aaliyah.
1: Hello 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 so good to be on this podcast.
0: I need you to introduce yourself more.
1: Okay so
0: tell me your full name.
1: Well my name's Aaliyah Olagi.
0: Okay now tell me more.
1: <laughs> well what do I say um How do I start? I three things about me. I love to dance. Um, I love all music genres, Um, and I love to have fun. I love to have fun.
0: Mm -hmm. Tell me more.
1: Tell you more.
0: Give me your whole life story. (laughs) That (laughs) will take. That will
1: take years. (laughs)
0: I'm just kidding, but just you know, tell me a little bit more about. You know not just three things tell me about yourself tell me a little bit about your background you don't have to tell me you full like mm-hmm. oh when i was a baby and then oh when i was a toddler
1: <laughs> uh well i'm central i was born in the central valley um, in a small town named Hanford, california and then i grew up in fresno california came out to san jose out here it's been about eight years now um, mexican-american i have yeah it's been i've been quite the adventure while being out here on my own and learning and navigating life and living it to the fullest for sure um yeah i i don't know what more (laughs) to say there's so much about me but i need i need more specifics what do i give what do i give the people what do i give the people
0: you give the people what they want <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> don't do that shit. um you know you give the people what you want <laughs> okay also guys full disclosure just so you guys know i did take a shot of my good friend Tito's right before i started Aaliyah's having a glass of wine you know i just want you guys to know i took a shot if i take a little more i probably won't but if i do no, you know, the juices are flowing. <laughs> I love it. I love um, it. Nice. Yeah, so tell me, or at least tell me, how did you end up here? Did you think you were going to end up here?
1: No. Oh, no.
0: In this place? No. With me?
1: <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> but oh. it's been definitely a pleasure to live with you.
0: Okay, um, I was a little offended, you guys. <laughs> I was like, where is she
1: going with this? <laughs> No, definitely. So I'm a big, I'm big on my faith, right? And it was one of those situations where I was just looking and not looking at the same time for a place, to different scenery, different um, environment. And I remember just literally praying about it and writing about it, like the specifics of what I wanted. And then literally a week later, I see, I think it was like your old roommate post on like Facebook and contacted, but we didn't. I remember FaceTiming like with Michaela and then like a month maybe or more went by and nothing. I was like, okay, I guess I didn't get the room, which I was like, all right, it's not meant to be. I'm one of those believers like, all right, what's meant for me, it's going to happen. And I was a little bummed, but I was like, I'm just going to keep looking. And when the time, the opportunity arises for me to move out of my old place, like it'll happen. Sure enough, I remember like praying about it again. And then I remember getting a call saying, hey, why not? that place is still for free there so not free but (laughs) but like open for me to like move in and go through the whole process so for me it was a free game for me like okay wow like it's actually meant for me to come and yeah did not expect i remember walking into the apartment and michaela was cooking and i didn't mean to scare michaela it was struggling in the kitchen y'all but it was a good 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 experience um she was definitely spooked (laughs) because I just come in Mm -hmm. like nothing she definitely didn't expect it and that's we I remember just laughing because I remember it was just funny a funny scene to see her cooking and then a funny of how she reacted and I just knew oh this girl's gonna be fun to live with like I know I'm gonna always be laughing and sure here we are
0: (laughs) What do you mean it was funny how I reacted? Because you jumped up. (laughs) Because. Okay, guys. We're Okay, my last roommate moves out. And then she hands over the keys to Aaliyah, who's my new roommate. Aaliyah gives no one a heads up that she is coming to the apartment. So I'm just trying to cook my meal. I'm just, like, you know, trying to pop my corn. (laughs) That sounded really bad. (laughs) I was actually, like they're cooking corn and then all of a sudden I hear a door open and I'm just like who are you (laughs) I was like oh don't mind me my corn is like popping and flying out here oh hello so nice to meet
1: you (laughs) yeah it's been and the rest has been history I think definitely you're the I think I've mentioned this before It you're the first roommate like living situation where it's literally mm-hmm. just always laughter, like literally pure joy. I think living with Michaela has been one of the best roommates that I've had. Honestly, like Honestly? She's <laughs> not saying that because
0: she called me off for my cooking. I'm looking at you and I know you're not <laughs> No, you
1: are. You definitely are because just uh how naturally we vibe with one another and it's always just Fun like I honestly think I don't think I've laughed so much um in home with some like just living with people as much as like I have living here and it's been so cool like super cool. Well,
0: wow, you're trying to get me to cry right now. Maybe if I had a few more shots in me, <laughs> doing, you. Know? I'm like, oh. of course, of course. It's the goal. That's the goal. <laughs> that is definitely not the goal here. Okay. <laughs> so you know, tell me a little about you. Oh, wait. Actually, you know. One thing I will say that surprised me about you, I don't know if you're going to want to hear this, but you've told me so many times how picky you are. Yeah. (laughs) That surprised me. You know, why though? Why? Because you, the fact that, or like how much I've gotten to know you, you are a very adventurous person. You like trying new things. Right. Except for certain things you are so picky about. And I'm just like, hmm that's interesting because i want to think someone that's like adventurous and like always down to do whatever the hell is also (laughs) like oh i'm picky about this oh i'm picky about that no i don't like it
1: well but i think it has formed from being adventurous though like at one point i've been willing to try whether it's food or Mm -hmm. just certain things or i've always been open to try it but if i try and i don't like the experience i don't like the flavor of something like I know I don't like it, so now I'm not willing to try it again type of thing. But for the most part, if it's a first-time experience or whatever, um, whether it can be from a meal or experience an event, uh, I'm always open to it. But if I know it's going to bring me some realization, like I already experienced that before or I already tried that, then I'm very, like, not willing to try it again (laughs) in that
0: sense. (laughs) Do you think that ever holds you back? Do you think like, you ever think like, oh, like, would you say you base all your judgments on your first impressions or your first experiences you have with like certain things? I'll
1: be transparent. Yeah, it it has. It definitely has because I'm learning now and that sometimes you have to give things a second chance Mm -hmm. to maybe see because, right, like it's just in life, you just never know so why not but i am learning like but i have to feel enough like i guess i have to have that convincing side of within myself like why should i try a second time type of thing so i have to have like reasons why instead of just like naturally like organically like, oh sure why not type of thing still working on it still working on it mm-hmm. but yeah i do feel like it does hold me back
0: i do see that on a certain you know certain aspects Like but... yeah. You know, I tried Indian food before, and I tried Indian food a while ago, and, you know, I figured out, you know, I didn't figure out, but I realized, like, you know, after a second time, I was like, yeah, really can't handle that much spice, you know? <laughs> That's why I always say I am the spice, you know? That's spice. right. Very. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go into detail. Um, yeah, I'm very sweet and sour. I will say that no I'm just kidding I mean I love sweet and sour sauce you know that you picked up my McDonald's before. (laughs) yes I I have I will say okay what's the favorite what's your favorite thing besides from me making you laugh as your roommate
1: um I love honestly that I haven't came across like a bad energy from you like I think you naturally have a good aura and that speaks volumes because i don't know if if i think this is like your first experience moving or living with people right mm-hmm. i've lived with many at this point at least probably 15 plus women um and energy and aura is a big thing um and yeah i think you just have a natural like vibrant aura mm-hmm. so for that that was like easy and you're easy to communicate with um I know sometimes I come off I was like, you're like, are you being serious right there? Are you playing?
0: <laughs> I feel like I don't know this <laughs> stuff sometimes, so I'm just like...
1: Mm. Yes, definitely. Um, we're still learning, I feel like, our language on how, like, if we're being really serious or we're being playful, um, but I don't think it in any negative way. I think it's just funny because I'll, like, make comments and you'll be like, are you being serious? I'm like, yeah, then I'm not. <laughs> yeah, but it's good. I think it's good. I think it's definitely good. We're still learning more about each other, and but so far it's been good. You're always down for game night. Love that. Down for movies.
0: Sometimes, fortunately, <laughs> I
1: fall asleep. But <laughs> I tried
0: having a roommate or movie roommate night with her, and like she just falls asleep. She hasn't finished the movie, and you know, I guess it's a good thing because you know, come later in the night. I'm just like, you know, I'm tired. I'm just, I don't even wake her up just because I know she's going to wake herself up. So like, <laughs> there's no point in me waking you up when I already know you're just going to wake yourself up and you're yeah. just going to start talking. You're probably going to wake up and be like, oh, nothing's there.
1: <laughs> that she's has done. happened. That has happened already. Where I was so confused that you were in the living room and I was like, what no, just no. occurred? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I was like, oh, I guess it's time for me to go to bed. <laughs> Okay, I do want to talk about something else. You are silly, yeah, know? yeah. Okay, so can you tell me how long you haven't exactly? Um, well, actually, you don't have to say like exactly, like on this day. But
1: <laughs> it's been yeah a year, going on a year. Um, yeah, a year feels good.
0: Really so what good. What made you?
1: What made me?
0: Session?
1: Well, like I mentioned in the beginning, I'm very strong in my faith. Um, I definitely felt like I was not, I've always been a believer. So to be um, full disclaimer, I'm a Christian, I I identify as myself as a Christian woman. And through your process of actually, I didn't grow up really fully understanding the principles and everything. I've always been curious, but I've always kind of give and take of things, whatever is more convenient for me. Um, But as through my journey and going through experiences because definitely um, had my fair share of rounds with people that I don't regret, but I'm definitely not proud of in a sense because I've allowed myself to get hurt in different ways that I feel like I could have definitely prevented. And I just felt that I wasn't being true to my full desires and truly wasn't honoring God. And that's one of my biggest desires to always honor that and be the best woman version of me, as that he's created me to be. But I had to go through my process of identity and really what that looks like and understanding faith and having that foundation, which I didn't have set. Um, And I just knew sex for me was more than just one night type of thing or a couple here and there, because I'm a very emotional woman. And I want to experience it all (laughs) with one person only, that I know is going to be at the end of the day, I don't have to be worried of I'ma wake up to this person or they're gonna just bounce whenever they want. Because I want the whole thing. I want the whole package, the marriage, the sex forever and ever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not just with whoever <laughs> for sure. So how was that transitioning? Because I I don't know if you told me like what is your love language? Oh so- have you told me that you have a High six drive, or you did
1: at one point yes yeah i did i, I think when i, I had shared i was like that's when i knew too because i have i just naturally know that i do
0: mm-hmm.
1: but i also felt it i again when you're going and growing in your faith there's a conviction that starts occurring in your heart and for me it was like again i was just convicted in the sense of this isn't your husband these men are not your husband mm-hmm. and you're delaying yourself from experiencing all this because now you're getting pieces of yourself giving away fully instead of to one person that you can experience all this but but i didn't realize i had insecurities underlining with that confusion on a lot of stuff a lot of hurt um but yeah it was just more it was a hard process i'll be honest completely honest with you because um how do you deny your own flesh natural desires like we're human that's part of us Mm -hmm. but understanding like For me, I just happened to have consequences every single time. Like I was either really hurt, um, I'm very transparent. I would get like just kind of a lot of where I had to go to see the doctor a lot of times. And just it wasn't like I was messing around. I was just, it would happen to be a consequence, my luck, I guess. And I just didn't want to continue to experience that with just anybody. And Mm -hmm. like, why am I putting my body through risk and suffering? For someone that I know is not full on committed to me and full on again, like go through the whole, get the whole package type of deal. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was a really hard decision. I'll be honest, because I'm like, it comes with that point. Do I, can I really trust, do I really believe and trust in a God that's going to provide me a future, husband who's going to be able to satisfy all of my desires. But as you start growing in your faith, you realize certain things like that don't matter. That's not the highest value, but it, I trust that God has not disappointed me. He has not disappointed me yet to this day. And I believe in his promise that he will complete all desires. And I know I could be a wild one. there, And I believe that my future husband will eventually, if he don't come already, that we will work towards it because it will satisfy a need. (laughs) But who knows? I don't know if that will be a complete need until it happens and I get there and I have the ring and we go through it all. But I'm definitely not seeking a husband for just sex
0: Mm mm-hmm you would say it was a hard decision for you but it seems like you really I don't want to say you saw the light but it seems kind (laughs) of like you know you really saw the light there Mm -hmm. but yeah is your love language would you say your love language is physical touch though
1: it's second so the first is acts of service Mm -hmm. it's acts of service physical touch then it's words of affirmation um quality time and then gifts for sure
0: and then i did uh forget to ask you a very important question when i first started are you ready for my question (laughs) at this point i i have
1: a i had to become ready mentally ready because i have a feeling (laughs) Yep, i had to pour i have to pour myself another glass Um I don't know what to expect to be honest with you but I know it's going to get it's going to get very juicy.
0: I was just going to ask you how you are. Wait. That was the question. How I'm
1: just, you
0: are. Yeah, I was just going to ask how are you. Oh, how am I? Okay. Yeah.
1: I'm doing well overall.
0: Yeah, so you're telling me earlier, and I was going to walk away from you and tell you, you know, just tell me later when we're on here. But yeah, tell me, you know, tell me again, your weekend.
1: <laughs> wow. What a amazing weekend, honestly, overall. Mm-hmm. One of my really great friends from college just got married. Um, they've been together for over nine years. It's been beautiful, just... Finally, they finally got tied the knot. Um, Beautiful wedding. I was fortunate enough to be part of her bridal party. Um, It was nice. It was one of my first traditional Mexican wedding. So it was nice to see, like, how down my culture gets. Um, So it was a fun experience for sure. Had too much fun. Um, Didn't like the results at the end of the night, pretty much. Just say, needless to say, I've been actually... Kind of just down on my drinking and social, just because I don't like the feeling of any type of drunkenness. To be honest with you, I just don't like it. Um, and I was really just upset that I, I ended up the night pretty drunk not by choice <laughs> yeah so give me give me
0: the tea let's just get you to it this is let's talk about it let's talk about it yeah like, were, okay let's get into the real details guys it was you honestly i was time in a long time. yeah
1: i i fortunately i was um there's no shame in it right it's just more of the sense of like dang i guess once you set boundaries so I've, i'm in the process of like as i get older you learn yourself like you learn your limits and learning okay certain things you want feelings like for me it's like I don't like to party hard anymore I don't like to go out clubbing anymore like I don't like to just drink to drink like I I like to still drink enjoy cocktails here and there on occasions Um, but for the wedding it was more of the sense of I didn't eat all day (laughs) Uh, I was up on the go from like 6 a.m back to back I had travel like it was just a lot and then I barely had a meal that I got cocktails and mixed that was the biggest red flag that I keep forgetting about myself that hey you should not mix because you're gonna your body's gonna react a certain way later but uh, that just didn't register and then we have a traditional um dance where they call la vibora where basically you're like all the women, single women are holding together and you have to like go through between the bride and the groom. It's like a traditional thing. And when they trap you, they pour the bottle of alcohol like they just straight pour. And I got trapped and I got poured in the lot and running around the cold dancing and that started creating a lot of fog. And then I remember... A lot of family members it's traditional too, where you just start if someone pours you a shot you don't refuse it so I took it on and that was pretty much my night. that I don't recall the rest but I mean no one knew that I was I could definitely hold my composure very well but when I got to the car ready to go home having um, my sister take me to the hotel I don't recall like I just was a hot mess not any bad sense it was just more of like how did I allow myself to get drunk because that was definitely no my intentions but it happened um and learning and it just taught me like the next day I was like yeah that's another limit I have to set within myself because I just don't like I don't like the feeling of drunkness at all because I don't like not feeling in control of my body or being aware fully of what's going on so definitely I learning again set more boundaries within myself
0: (laughs) yeah and you know guys there's no shame in getting blacked out drunk every now and then i will tell you guys though like for my personal experience i don't ever i've never gotten blacked out drunk mostly because i used to drink and club every weekend and the shit i would do when i was drunk is one thing i was always like there's no way in hell i can be blacked out drunk because i can't imagine the shit i would do if I was blacked out drunk, <laughs> I would probably actually get on a bar and start dancing. Would I know what the hell I was doing? Probably fucking not. I told you one time I was at the club and my friend tried to volunteer me to dance on a pool for a contest. <laughs> wow. And then I was like, I got pissed at her. And I was like, you have the bigger ass than I do. You go up on that pool and you dance. And then there were some other guys that were like just kind of by and They were like trying to convince they were trying they were pointing at me to try to get me on it was like my friend and like maybe two other guys yeah. like pointing at me like oh like her her her, and I was like no way in hell I was like this is like when I was a lot skinnier I had no ass no waist no titties there's no no one in hell would actually want to see me up on that pool yeah I would not know what the fuck I was doing I was like you have a huge you will get up on that pool and you do what the hell ever help you <laughs> win that money anyways <laughs> yeah guys so i don't get blocked out because there's no matching what i would do i told yeah. you about the last time i got drunk did i
1: Hmm. Yeah, let me recall
0: it was before i had COVID. oh maybe i told our other roommate
1: I don't recall.
0: <laughs> Dude, the amount, I'm like 26, like almost 27 now. I told you, like, the few times I'm drinking, mm-hmm. the amount of energy I randomly get, and I feel like, I don't know where this comes from. I feel like I'm out here, I'm 21 again. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, oh my funny. God. Like, I told you my zipper was down part of the night. Mm. And no one yes. said anything to me. I do
1: recall you mentioned
0: that. Yes. It was very important that I found out later that for part of the night my zipper was down. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then, no, I get this burst of energy and I'm just like, I'm out there at the um, bar and I'm just like, I'm not even that fucked up. And I just like, you know, I see this little like kind of fire pit like thing I can stand on. I see this couch. And then I'm just like, I'm fucked up enough to where I was like, for well, me, like I wanted to get on. The, the couch and just start dancing but i was also like you cannot do this this is one of your hometown bars you go to this is a very small bar you're gonna get kicked out <laughs> yeah There's, you don't want that i don't remember what part of the night this was if my zipper was up or if it was down so <laughs> if it was down like then everyone really would have so saw, saw high open open. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah blackouts are not i don't recommend them i'll tell you that much i don't recommend them there was a very long period of timing where that was my lifestyle and the roots of all that were not healthy for sure but that's why i also i make the choice now to like consciously to not allow myself to get there but unfortunately this weekend when you're having a good time and to focus on other things you don't really pay attention to yourself. It can happen. It definitely can happen. There's no shame in that. Just a learning lesson for me. Like, hey, I'll make sure you're aware that, hey, for one, or did you eat? <laughs> Big, that that makes staying hydrated. right. It's just not all oh, this is new news to me, but it was just like I oh, wasn't so focused on taking care of myself and then having a good time, but didn't recall like, whoa, how fast. Because I don't do it often, my body It was like a shock back to my body. But I'm like, yeah, I definitely did not want to ever experience this ever again. It's not fun. The recovery is just not
0: fun. Yeah, literally a shot back to your body. Yeah. <laughs> After you take shots back to back to back, yeah, I feel like that's the thing when you drink that's gonna fuck you up more faster. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And Never it's again.
0: Like it will hit you a little later. <laughs> Yeah. And no. Then you're just like, oh shit. Why did I do that?
1: Yeah. Heck no, being able to really stand strong on my nose for sure. Um but yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting how your body changes as you age. Your tolerance at least.
0: You should have had me there. <laughs> I love to say guys, I do I don't drink that often, but when I drink I you can ask anyone who drinks with me. I am very responsible. Okay, the thing, I'm already so funny, right? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, thanks for saying right. (laughs) But no, a lot of times, like, when I do get drunk, like, I will think, most of the time, I will think in my head before I say or just go do something. Like, you know how I thought about going on the couch and dancing, and then I process that in my head, and I was like, no, that'd be a very bad idea, Michaela. You know? I didn't do that. That's good. I also know my limit. When I start, you know, I can't feel my face or I, I can't, like, I just, I get hot in the head and I'm just like, Whoa, you need to go pee this out. Do you believe that when you're drunk, that the way to get you sober is to pee out your alcohol?
1: Wow, never. That's what I- oh, wow. That, that's, yeah, I never had that. Food for thought for sure, but never had that occur.
0: I can't tell you guys that's a natural fact. That's just what I tell myself. And mm. when I get really fucked up and I know I need to sober down, like, don't worry. I will drink water, too. But I also feel like, oh, I'm so fucked up. Let me go pee again. Let me go pee again. what <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, but aside from drinking. Let's go back. And talk about something a little more serious. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you are a year younger than me. Mm-hmm. You are 25. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit, just like, you know, you didn't finish school. I did not. But tell me what it was like when you were transitioning from, like, high school to college and you not finishing.
1: Um, I loved it. So I've always been, like, a nerd. <laughs> um, Definitely loved it. So San Jose State, I well, just moving to San Jose was not. Um, ideal, but it was definitely a new thing. I had turned down three Fulbright scholarships. Uh, one to UC Davis, one from Fresno State, and one for UC, or partial scholarship actually, for UC Irvine. Um, so I've always loved school. I was always excited. I took, in high school, um, we have an international baccalaureate program, which I was part of, and that helped you kind of, you're already kind of taking pre- college classes, so the work that we had to do, the, re- the intense research we had to do, and write papers, it was more work than my freshman year of college, for a fact, like what I had to do in high school. So for me, the first year was, the workload was easy, just life it's happened, circumstances were not, so I wasn't, I didn't know how to balance emotional, my well-being, ask for help, being a first-generation, um and the oldest daughter to like leave home which is not too far right two and a half hours of central Valley, was quite a transition because i was definitely a big support system in my family and how being um raising my siblings so that transition was very tough emotionally and then the first year of college the workload was never hard it was just me not being disciplined with my time my money didn't know how to manage finances, didn't have well financial literacy. Um, so I struggled. I definitely struggled the years um, dealing with like my first year was my best friend's mom passed. Um, that was very emotional and hard. Then, second year, I'm very going to be very um, transparent, but one of my family members originally had to go through a sexual assault case. So that going to trial was very tough um being present for that in the family and then 30 and my sister and my mom had a lot of health problems so that was really hard that's when I got disqualified because I had to um step in and support be a support for my family and just I think it's a Latin thing too where you feel responsible like and not necessarily like my parents at any one point you need to drop school it was just more of like I had this expectation over myself um, to step in and help because I was always been a help hand, helping hand. So it was really hard because I wished I would have known in advance to submit proper documentation, um, get more help and ask and let my professors in on what was going on. I definitely didn't reach out. Um, It was a stigma where like no one cares type of thing and I just got so caught up in my head to, again, not ask for help. So that transition was very tough on me. Um, And, yeah, and then not having family and relying, that's why my faith has became the way out for me for everything because I got plugged in a local community church here and um, the individuals there have definitely been a support system in various ways. But it was definitely a struggle, <laughs> a struggle um, to then me going into a deep, deep depression. But I, I wouldn't change one thing about it, though, because it's made me to persevere um, a lot more and not give up and fight for what I truly desire. And now I know what I want. I'm on the path to making my dreams happen and knowing that my past doesn't define me where I come from, like it's a stepping stone but it doesn't that that it won't put pr- it has its limitations but only if I allow it to happen and hold me back but it's been scary because I've definitely am the black sheep of my family no one has ever left the home or been willing to get themselves uncomfortable
0: mm-hmm. in a new
1: city expensive city <laughs>
0: yeah. That's
1: not I expensive city and where yeah like No one has ever in my, I have never seen it up close happen to do what I'm doing, Mm -hmm. but I've, my faith has allowed me for that and meeting individuals and networking with people and, um, now being in a position where I know how much power there is in being invulnerable and asking for help and even surrounding yourself, people who don't look like you, who don't have similar backgrounds like you. Mm -hmm. Um, but just having that mindset, like I desire that kind of lifestyle can you teach me Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: there's not a lot enough people that are willing to ask and there's also not a lot of people who are willing to show people below them what the roadmap looks like um i've been very fortunate enough to be surrounded people who are like hey let me show you the ropes like you can do it too um but it all comes with hard work and believing in yourself for one and having faith that's bigger than beyond you
0: yeah guys like, I will always say, like, believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, I say now, like, follow your dreams, but, like, I also mean, like, follow your dreams. It shouldn't matter who the fuck you are, what race you are. Mm-hmm. You, I do believe now, if you put enough hard work into whatever the fuck you want to do, then, you know, you can accomplish your goal. And I know you're also looking at me like, damn, she keeps saying the word fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no judgment <laughs> here. No judgment. No judgment but she knows like guys off record i don't actually swear that much in my normal day life so i think i'm going to explained this a little bit on the first episode anyways do you how do you like being an older sibling do you really feel like you have a strong sense of responsibility for like everyone especially being the first generation
1: mm, yes at the beginning for sure because i come from teen parents um and they're still trying to navigate life, right? They're kids themselves trying to grow up and having kids at such a young age. But like, I'm 25. If you mention, At this point, my mom already had all my siblings. And I must have been already, what, six? Six? No, probably like 10, maybe. I don't even know. had about 10. Because she had me at 15. So I was like, imagine like that me, 25-year-old with a 10-year-old. Right now. I can't even fathom that. Like, I just can't. Um, so she didn't have – both of them didn't have strong support systems to show them the ropes of, like, what it looks like to parent and having that responsibility of siblings. So I had a – without them realizing, they parentified me mm-hmm. without really knowing. Yeah. So I definitely felt growing up I had to. Like, my siblings, for the longest, they would call me mom. So it was just a natural thing where I had to think like a mom, provide like a mom, when there weren't my kids and it was just kind of a norm for us, but we didn't understand that that wasn't okay until obviously I went off for college and then kind of setting boundaries and stuff. But now as we're older, I had to set a lot of boundaries with my family where I no longer feel responsible as a parent. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a, I feel the responsibility as a sister, yeah. which is more like, Hey, I can only offer them, that security that I can be a safe space for them mm-hmm. to not judge them but to love them to guide them but not force and determine what they need to be doing as a mom like correcting them every single time um, but I know that I hold a strong influence over my siblings for a fact um, and now the bond that I have with each one of my siblings is so tight and I wouldn't trade it for the world but it's so beautiful because. I'm very vulnerable with them. Like, hey, you don't have to have it figured out. Hey, it's okay to mess up.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: okay. Like, trust me, the more you mess up and you pick yourself up, the more successful you'll be. And it's so hard to break that statement because it's, like, coming from how I grew up was, like, if you mess up that's the end of the world, you're never going to be successful. Yeah. But having that change of mindset, like, no, nah, you need to fail. <laughs> like, the greatest people of all time, they had – To mess up many more times. Like, Mm -hmm. they didn't all were the goats now. They had a lot of trial and error. That's why I try to tell them, like, you live and you learn. But uh, it's now more of a safe security, like, I know we got each other's back type of thing, not like they need to come to me as a mom, like, figure. It's no longer that responsibility. But it was growing up, it definitely was. You
0: think that's why you struggled asking for help so much? Yeah. I think it's just, you know, being a kid and trying to figure out how to ask for help when Mm -hmm. you like put on this fear pressure of like, I need to do this on my own.
1: Oh, 100%. I grew up, you know, with, for one, my father was very big about that. And obviously with therapy, we all dive in and have deep conversations now. But my dad definitely brought us up like, you never share what's going on in the household, you don't ask for help. Like you have everything you need right here. No one, no one's going to help you because no one knows what you're going through. No one can relate to you. They don't look like you. They don't act like you. They can't help you. What makes you think they know better than you or what we're doing type of thing. So I definitely felt sheltered in that sense In um, that fear, like someone's going to judge me. Like I'm going to look dumb. Like I don't have it all figured out, but it was just this negative, kind of um impact that now i'm grateful that he himself is breaking that chain but it was hard for me or that because it's like i was raised not to ask for help Mm -hmm. i was raised that if you speak out you're gonna get in trouble and not in a good way type of thing right and Mm -hmm. it took a lot of that but i was the first but then again i had to be compassionate with the generations that they came from how did that look like um because when they did ask for help it came, they received it in such a negative way where they were now fearful to ever ask for help again. They had to figure it out. But they struggled figuring it out on their own, and that's something where I had to take a risk, and I just was curious of people who lived different than me and looked different like me, like, is it really a bad thing? (laughs) And I I had to take a risk. And I'm glad to know that I did, and it's not a bad thing to ask for help. I'm now... I don't struggle as much as I do as I did before, for mm-hmm. a fact. I'm able to come clean and like, hey, I'm struggling in this area. I don't know what the heck I'm doing. You got any advice? Like, I'm willing to take it. Like, teach me. <laughs> you know, I may not apply it right away, but I'm able to ask for it quickly.
0: Will you hear it out, and <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I do feel like a lot of us can probably relate to like, you know, not mm-hmm. knowing how to ask for help. Yeah. There are definitely at least certain things that I feel like that this older generation has mm-hmm. really impacted their kids mm-hmm. and they don't really see it because even myself, like I took a while for, to be able to know how to ask for help, but the thing is I was raised where, you know, I was told to ask for help,
1: mm. you know,
0: but I just, I felt like I couldn't. Mm-hmm. But I was also, like, growing up, I was very shy. Mm-hmm. So it was also kind of like, I didn't know how. Or, like, you know, i going to lie. There are some things that I would always help my mom, ask help for my mom. Right. It was my you whole know, work project.
1: <laughs> the best,
0: the best. Always needed help on that. Okay, I'm not yeah. going to say always, guys. Don't worry. I, I got a degree, okay? <laughs> <laughs> not totally stupid up in this brain. But... <laughs> No, Yeah, I always, like, find it curious when I've gone to know you, how you are with your siblings and mm-hmm. how what it's like for you to be um, an older, <laughs> older sister, oldest, yeah. No, not older sister, not even the oldest, just the oldest sibling. Right, right. Because I'm the middle child, mm-hmm. so it always, like, interests me, like, you know, how do you like being older? Because I'm, like, in the middle, mm-hmm. and I feel like there are certain things when I um, – you know, I meet, meet other people that they have, like, multiple siblings. And I'm just like, I know you can relate to this. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask you, Yeah. what is it like for you?
1: Yeah, they're responsible. But for sure, it's made me learn to be responsible and grow wiser beyond my years, for a fact. For a fact.
0: And You say that's always been the case. Yeah.
1: Yeah it has it truly has honestly um but also because you don't know how to set boundaries as a kid and say no like how can you so that's why it's like you learn you have no choice but to learn to be responsible no choice but to be the first to set a path for somebody to follow Mm -hmm. so yeah there has been a lot of pressure but now I think it's Great pressure. but one thing, like my siblings, I mean, you've seen, they all have in the spam that I've lived here. A lot of them have been up here so much. But,
0: but I'm it's, pretty sure they've all, <laughs> they've all been up here. They've all been up here. Except <laughs> for one. You haven't met one of them yet. I didn't have one of them. One of them yet.
1: Yeah. I, I have four siblings in total. So you haven't met one yet. One of my sisters. um no. And it's yeah, scene, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I come from a big family, a family of five, five, so five, five kids with my parents. Um, but it's been nice because the bonds that we have, as I think it's beautiful. That's one thing I hated it as a kid having siblings. I'm gonna be honest, like, I hated
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't,
1: siblings. <laughs> I was very mean, I do regret it. I have asked for their forgiveness. Um, but I've definitely have made up for it now within time as they get older. Um, But it's, again, when you don't know, you do do things, when you're unaware of the harm you do, you don't press on it enough to change it, Mm -hmm. I guess. But then when you become aware of, like, the impact it has and not in a healthy way, you make, it takes a lot of work to be active to make it a healthy way again. Um, but yeah, it's been good. Like I, I love being an older sister now. Like I love it. It's they're all my best friends.
0: Older, si- older Old sister, sister. Older sister. Mm-hmm.
1: They're my best friends for life. <laughs> for mm-hmm. life, we can get on each other's nerves, but we all can re- come to like where we come from, and we can all relate and like encourage
0: one another. At least so you guys encourage each other. Mm-hmm. Definitely different. they all <laughs> different kinds of siblings. I know For you guys sure. that also have siblings. You definitely can relate with me here. Yeah. I didn't know you had that many siblings. I thought I met them all. No. I feel a Mexican got big now. families, you know. I have three siblings, and I thought that was a lot. I did tell you technically I have three and a half. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Guys, so the half is a half-sister, not a half-person. I just...
1: <laughs> oh, see, so you count them half. I have a half-sister, too, but I consider her as... Cool.
0: No, I don't consider her <laughs> as full cool for, you know, my own personal reasons. Right, just right. being the fact that she was never really around when mm. we were growing up. And, you know, just never got super close mm. to all of us. If mm-hmm. anything, my little sister. Right. Um, my little sister, like, I told you, like, she's the baby. Mm-hmm. So... Makes perfect sense. Makes perfect <laughs> yeah. sense. I do want to get into something a little more lighthearted. Okay. Okay. We're going out this weekend. Yeah. So, what do you think is going to happen?
1: I'm excited. <laughs> well, we're going to Mama Kin's, and I'm looking so forward to it for one, because, guys, I am a sucker for live music. Like, I love line music and the fact that this place, from the sounds of what I've been like, and they play jazz and I'm obsessed with jazz. So I'm really looking for it. I feel like we're going to, it's going to be a different vibe um, for us, for sure. But I, I'm i excited. Like, I'm just truly excited to just be in the zone, be present. You know, we're going to probably have some cocktails. Um, I don't have any expectation of us uh, going Crazy. I really don't. I think it's going to be a nice dinner, cocktails, and enjoying live music and having a lot of funny conversations. So I'm really looking forward to it. You
0: guys, we're moving out with our other roommate, and we've only been drunk together once in our household, <laughs> and my tolerance isn't where it was. That's correction.
1: Y'all two are drunk.
0: <laughs> okay. So we're going to it's jazz music hmm okay i'm gonna have to get jazzy with it yep i'm gonna have to work on my <laughs> jazzy dance <moves. laughs> what the hell that looks like just like your fingers no 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 no, no. <laughs> okay. stay tuned guys <laughs> oh yeah also something else you and i were gonna do next month <laughs> Tell the class working on body
1: core that's what we're working on body core mm-hmm. upper body strength mm-hmm. upper body strength
0: see I mentioned to you before this podcast I get real into this shit mm-hmm. guys we're gonna be taking pool dancing lessons I mean stay tuned to find out actually I will let you know how it will those I will make sure to bring Aaliyah back on here, and we can talk about exactly how that went but you know you asked me like last month if I would do it with you and you told me your reasoning and like I loved your reasoning for why you wanted to do this I support it and I'm not gonna lie guys like I've always been very curious to know like if I can get myself up on a pool and like you know just do the bare minimum <laughs> just do that <laughs> My goal is to, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not a stripper, but I'm like, you pretend You fell in love with
1: <laughs> one. Right. Know. I think that's where that's a lot of people, terrible. yeah, when people think of pole dance, I think it's always in a negative view. Like, I hate that it's connotated to like a stripper type of mind. Like, it's like, yeah, that's what people, some people do, but it's like, no, there's a lot of benefits from learning mm-hmm. on how to use a pole. Um. And it's not like you're out there just showing off your goodies to everybody. Yes, you know, oh like, correction, no, this is a view. private class and in no public or things like that. Um, but it's all to better our health, for sure. Better our health and
0: better then when cores. better
1: our cores, 100 percent, getting physical fit here. And I'm always willing to try different things. And I was like, let's try it out. We'll see the vibe, and if it's flow, great. It will help, and essentially can be an addition to spice up a marriage,
0: maybe down the line.
1: Hey, why not? But we'll see. It's going in with good intentions, so we'll find out when we take it.
0: Y'all heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question. Mm-hmm. You asked me. Mm-hmm. Did you ask anyone else? No. Why did you ask me?
1: why because i couldn't recall if we had a conversation about it or something and i think you were willing maybe it was like a hobby i i don't know i can't remember what but i was like i remember clearly hearing you you were willing to try new things like get out of your comfort more i feel like we had a conversation on that and i was like why not like i feel like this for sure it's gonna be out of my comfort 100 percent. so i was like why not open it up to maquila and that's why i
0: asked I feel like that conversation went a little <laughs> I feel like it was the opposite of way and you were trying to tell me I should be getting more out of my comfort zone. And I think you heard some of what I said that maybe I am yeah trying to get out of my comfort zone. Yeah, I think but it was that, that... <laughs> I feel like before that you told me. Mm. You? Honestly guys, we've had a lot of conversations in this household for yeah. like the looking at my watch. Lost track of time. With this <laughs> one, how long it's been, but you know I just told her the other day. I told her like probably last month. I was like, you know, you haven't known me for a whole year yet. Mm-hmm. That really sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but one of my favorite things about you is that I love how you know every time you're home, and you know as long as you leave your door open and uh-huh. I don't hear you on a phone call, right? Even sometimes when you're on a phone call, I accidentally yell at you, your <laughs> name. But one of my favorite things is that I can just go in your room and I will just sit there <laughs> and I will just bug you. I call it motivation to help you do what you said you were going to do. But I also just like to sit there. And I also feel like it, it's weird. I feel like it makes me like, I don't like want to say like see you as a sister but it gives me that same like sister bond where mm. like my sister would always just come in my room whenever or you know well I don't do this but she used to when I wasn't home she would go downstairs in my room and sometimes she would take my makeup or <laughs> she would love to go in my closet and try to take my clothes and I wouldn't see her for a while and then like some of my clothes too my sister used to just like my sister like, you've seen, or actually you haven't seen her, but you've seen pictures of her. You've right. seen, like, how much shorter and smaller yeah. than she is? Like, even now that I'm a lot bigger, she will still have the audacity to think and assume that what I'm wearing is going to fit her. So she, it doesn't matter what it is, she'll try it on anyways. Even though I told her, like, Keone, I don't know if that's going to fit you. It's a lot, I'm a lot bigger than you. <laughs> So
1: funny. So funny. That's similarly thing that my sister Jeff Vanilla when when I did live in yeah, it was a thing. Now when I go back home to visit, I'm always taking stuff from her and she gets so upset and I'm like, I used to do the same thing, it's just payback. But I'm learning boundaries. Boundaries it's not the same as they get older, but but no, I feel it. But I love I love when you I'm glad that you feel comfortable enough to come into my room. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm really glad, and yeah, my room is always if it's open, of course you're welcome in. If yeah, it's- of
0: course, if it, I'm not gonna barge in your room if it's closed. I do know boundaries, guys. Don't worry, I don't steal your stuff. I don't want to come in your room whenever because I don't know what the fuck you're doing in your room. Just like you don't want to know sometimes what the fuck I'm doing in my oh, room. Oh gosh, so-
1: mine is pretty PG. I'll tell you that
0: much. <laughs> You're not going to call me out for it. <laughs> Anything else that happens in my room? <laughs> Do y'all know what goes down in the DM? I'm just kidding. Do you remember that song? No. What goes down in the DM? No. No? No. OK. <laughs> Ugh, never mind, you guys. <laughs> Do you guys remember that song? I forgot. I don't remember it. It was like, oh. No. (laughs) It was something like, she, so she hit me in the DM. then no. No. Not coming to you? No. No. (laughs) Okay. You guys, sometimes I quote Spongebob to her and she doesn't know what I'm talking about. And I don't, I can't even tell you guys why I choose to quote Spongebob. But (laughs) in the moment, I just choose to quote Spongebob. It's so funny. I guess that just shows how much I watched Spongebob when
1: I was a kid. Yeah, I didn't really watch as much as cartoons. See, I grew up growing up with my grandma, so I watched a lot of novelas. It's like soap opera, Mexican soap opera. So that where I spent a lot of my TV time was just that. Very dramatic. So I'm very dramatic. I became dramatic after all (laughs) that watching. It's now part of my persona. Do you really think that? Yeah, I've a feeling because yeah. yeah. I I honestly, mom, even my family, they're like you're so dramatic like nobody loves. laughs So it's so funny, but um yeah, no. Um but yeah. where we're going back. I lost train of thought.
0: know oh, I started talking about SpongeBob and you blocked out again. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I'm just <laughs> Guys, the thing about me is a lot of times, you know, I will just say whatever the fuck comes out of my mouth. That's the thing about me. I will say whatever the fuck that comes out of my mouth, and I'm going to stop using the word fuck right now. Um, You know, when I had practiced, I was going to introduce you. I was going to give you a round of applause, but I was like, <laughs> I can't, you know, physically clap because I'm going <laughs> to... think about, you know, me making meatballs, Aaliyah. (laughs) Get your mind out of the gutter. Guys, I actually do cook meatballs sometimes. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, so get your minds out of the gutter. You know, her friend Morgan can vouch for me. She saw me eating meatballs. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, but if you guys want, give her a round of applause for being here. I am not going to clap my hands. Please do not clap your hands, Aliyah. I don't want to hear that shit from you right now. (laughs) Anyways, well, thank you so much for being here. It was a pleasure.
1: Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me.
0: You know, we'll have to come back again to see how our cool dancing is or didn't occur, you know? Right. A core training. right? Cornus. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll some, TBD. T, TBD. TBD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some words I'm saying right now shouldn't say cornus. I don't know. You guys think whatever the hell you want to think. Um, and it's about corn. Strictly corn. That's what I'm thinking about right now. Corn. Do you think about corn too?
1: No, I'm thinking about fries.
0: (laughs) Damn. Well, okay, guys. I will see you guys next week. Thank you again. I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Aaliyah. (laughs) Taking your time to come to chat with me. And, yeah, guys. I'll keep you updated. Stay tuned. Make sure you follow and like and keep up with me on Spotify. I will be back next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for having me.